Hello and welcome, bug catchers. Hello and welcome, Joshua, to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast. Joshua, your face is bathed in sunlight. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it weird? We are recording early tonight so that Josh can go and watch a TV show. The Shit's Creek finale to all my shitheads out there. Well, I hope you enjoy <laughs> it, and I hope, bug catchers, I hope you enjoy this episode that we have to rush through so that Josh can go and watch a TV show so he can gossip with his friends about it on the internet. Send out a couple of tweets. Gotta make sure to get that content out. Yeah, and if you're listening to this, go check out Josh's live stream on Twitter from when he was watching the Shit's Creek finale. <laughs> two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll enjoy it. I'm sure it's still relevant. My name is Slug Manor, a.k.a. Tanner Greenring, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Meg Karagosh, a.k.a. Josh Fielstead. Osh Meg Kargosh. Osh Meg Kargosh. Are the names thematic this week? Yes, they are. Are they a stretch? Because I'm running out of options for Gen 1 and 2 names. Yes. Yes, I am. Yours in particular is a stretch. (laughs) But why I would think you had that theme, and I guess we'll find out, is that I sort of thought one or both of them were going to get the fucking barf treatment. Uh, You know what? I don't want to get into the You Make Me Barf Pokemon yet because there were so goddamn many viable and (laughs) healthy candidates for You Make Me Barf this week that I really had trouble choosing, and I was going to write down like six, but I only ended up capturing two. Yeah, One, just because its sprite is so bad, but there's another Pokemon that I saw this week that I just really hated. Interesting. And I I didn't like Slugma or Magcargo. I didn't like either of them. And they're both awful, like, generally speaking. They're both pretty gross. They're both really gross. But yeah, I mean, this leg we were going through, aside from just experiencing, again, crumbling infrastructure throughout the region of Kanto, which is the part of Pokemon Gold and Silver that we are both playing through now, and this is the penultimate episode in this season. Is it? Is there endgame content? I think that will probably all be covered in the next episode. Okay. Because we're only going to have one gym, and then there is a little post-post game, but I don't think it'll be enough for its own episode. Can I ask a question? Yeah. What the fuck was up with the runes of Elf? (laughs) Yeah, it's just... Um, yeah, I recall... Because I assumed that we would, like, end up doing something important there, and then I just never went back, ever. I thought there was one more thing that happened there, and I do know we didn't access one part of it, but I don't... Clearly, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, there's also, like, radio broadcast... I had some radio trouble this week, which we'll get into, and I heard about, like, radio broadcasts. You go to the Ruins of Elf and you tune your radio. Yeah, it's got some freaky freaky sounds okay something's got to happen there right though i I assumed it was like fucking like endgame content like oh the runes of elf is so important and it's like no it's not nothing happens here i think probably throughout the development of gen 2 they made the ruins of elf and then they made the unknown and then they were like yeah these are gross oh we were gonna make a whole thing about this but this is like what are these worms like what have we done and then they they just shelved it i assume it's like an anime thing too Oh, they're, I think they're even prominent in the third movie. Yeah. It smacks of like being important to the anime or the movies. And they're just like, well, we have to have in the game too. 
Yeah, I mean, as we saw with Celebi and the fact that the female rocket grunt sprite looks like Jesse, this was when they started like realizing they needed to bring the anime and the games together in one way. Yeah. But they kind of phoned it in. They weren't fully into it yet. So they're like, oh, unknowns. That's in the fucking movie. We got to do it. I'm going to start kicking the, the tires on an idea now for when we play Heart Gold and Soul Silver. All right. All unknown team. I don't think that's possible unless you manage to get a team of them that each of their... Do you know how Hidden Power works? No. Okay. So Hidden Power will randomly, based on the Pokemon, assign what type it is. So for instance, one of my Pokemon that I have previously not said what its moveset is, has Hidden Power, and that Hidden Power is a fighting type move, but it's not... The type of the Pokemon using it, so hidden power is normal. But you, you're telling me it. that Octillery has hidden power. No, not Octillery. Scyther. No. Lapras. <laughs> no. Gengar. No. <laughs> Victory Bell. No. Noctowl. Yes. <laughs> wow. I told you I revamped Noctowl's move set. And one of them is Hidden Power, and... It's just like, Noctowl is such a non-thing to me. It's just like, nope, that's a bad, ugly Pokemon. That, like, it was, it didn't even register to me. So don't you think that would be the one that has the Hidden Power? Wow. Wink, wink. Touche. So it will just randomly be any of the given types. So if you had six unknown, and you and they each have Hidden Power, they might have six different types. I mean, their stats suck, so it's still not good. But, like, that would give you enough that, like, maybe you have decent type coverage. Okay. If things really lined up. I just think it'd be kind of fun and, and wet and wild. I would also suggest, here's something I was thinking about, that we do a Nuzlocke in HeartGold SoulSilver. Oh, what if we do a Nuzlocke for every remake? Yeah, all the remakes, I think, is an interesting idea. Because we've got Fire Red and Leaf Green coming up. Yeah. Huh. What if we do every remake as a Nuzlocke? Or some type of... Like, unique challenge. Some type of, like, modification. Yeah. And we can theme the teams and do something dumb like that, too, but, like... I, you can't do that with a Nuzlocke, right? No, you have to nickname every Pokemon, so you need a theme. Oh, okay. But it has to be expansive. Okay, interesting. Interesting, interesting. But we'll do something like that, Bug Catchers. We'll do something festive for you on those remakes so that you have a real reason to check it out. And I like it. Other than our witty repartee. Okay, cool. Where do we want to start? Do we want to talk about Armand, or do we want to talk about Route fucking 15, baby? I would advocate just going into it. Okay. So, we make our way out of Fuchsia City. Yes. Where the Safari Zone is closed. The the warden of the Safari Zone is just gone. You go into his house and his daughter's like, or his granddaughter's like, he just left on vacation and the fucking Safari Zone went to seed. <laughs> it's in so much debt that we had to get rid of the entrance. We can't let anyone go in there. We can't afford the maintenance. And this is a theme. The Pokemon are run amok. They're everywhere in Kanto, as we discovered. They just let them loose. And they've been fucking, and they've been creating new kinds of Pokemon, and they're all gross. God, so many... Other than that Kangaskhan baby. 
I guess we can start. I guess we can start. Because you make your way out of Fuchsia City and you're on Route 15, which is in the last game infested by bird keepers. It's that little labyrinthine kind of zone beneath the docks of Lavender Town. Technically, that's Route 12, but yes. And I went to it last time already which is where the field trip was, but you hadn't done it, so... I hadn't done it. It seems that you have a comment. I battled some boys, and I met schoolboy Billy. Any schoolboy named Billy is never going to be a good look. That's not going to end well. And he had a little Pokemon, which I previously thought of as a cute little sweetie who I liked. Who was that? And that Pokemon is called Ditto. Ditto's cute. Look up the sprite for Ditto in Pokemon Gold and Bug Catchers. Wherever you are, I encourage you to look up the sprite for Ditto in Pokemon Gold. If you go on Bulbapedia, the sprite section has all of them. We'll give you a second. It looks like fucking shit. (laughs) It's kind of like a puddle that's lifting its head up sort of like weekly uh, and like sort of grimacing at the camera. Oh man, the gold sprite is really bad. The gold sprite sucks. You see the silver one? Let me look. The silver one is fine. He's like indifferent. He's not smiling, but he's indifferent. The silver one is totally fine. God, the gold one looks like- I don't get- The gold one sucks. He's just like- (laughs) He looks like a puddle. It looks like the gum on like the bottom of someone's shoe. (laughs) Why did you make the gold sprite like that? It sucks. That's rough. Ooh. It's so bad. I was like, God, this sucks. This Pokemon sucks. Now he sucks. They did Ditto dirty. They did Ditto dirty in this one. It is my, you make, he's my first, I should say, you make me barf Pokemon of the week, but it's not his fault. And I know it's not his fault. And I know that Ditto is still a sweetie and I do love Ditto. And I like all the fun toys that they make that's like, Charmander Ditto, where it's like a Charmander toy, but it's got a little Ditto face on it. And I love that. And that's my favorite thing in the world. Remember those Bulbasaur Dittos in Pokemon Snap? Yep. Sweeties. And I love that. Yeah. But this Ditto sprite sucks. Unfortunately, I agree. They blew it on this one, Game Freak. They blew it. They blew it. And you blew it. Ooh, I'm looking at this Crystal Sprite, and I love the Crystal Sprite. Yeah, it moves <laughs> around. Like, it's, it's little... Uh, glob globules. It goes like this, ah, and then goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's transforming. I suppose. Yeah, that's great. Route fifteen, you make your way up, and then all of a sudden we're like back in the the labyrinth and route twelve, which is where I caught my chancy. Right. There's a girl there who's like, I will trade you a chancy for an aerodactyl, and it's like. You fucking kidding me? You know how long it took me to catch this Chansey? Yeah. No way. It is the only way to get Aerodactyl in Gen 2, but we have them from Gen 1, so I'm not bothering with this shit. I was just like, no fucking way. I grueled in this goddamn field for hours to get this Chansey. Yeah. I accidentally killed like six of them. Just go... Also... Part of that's your fault. <laughs> She's standing right there. It's just like, no, you do it. It's here. This is where you catch chances. Yeah, you're sitting around for literally your whole life. I mean, anytime I've gone back, she's still there. Right. Why don't you just catch one? Just catch one yourself, idiot. Keep the Aerodactyls what, still rarer. It's a fossil Pokemon that was resurrected. Yeah. And you'd want just a Chansey for that? No way. So you make your way back up the docks. Did you get Super Rod? Well, you know I got Super Rod, baby, because that's how I got Remoraid. Don't say, you know I got Super Rod. It's gross when you (laughs) say it like that. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's what I said back to that Sailor Huey and Olivine, too. <laughs> no, I'm I'm good on all this. I did all okay, this. I fine. paused right it outside. Like both of us did a lot of playing ahead last week. Yeah, well I had to get I had to get Seth Cohen, man. Yeah, and I had to get Chansey and my two Eevees leveled. So neither of us are mayor cheat. I think you were maybe mayor cheat in a separate <laughs> incident. No, we both played ahead a little bit to achieve the ends that we needed to achieve. Yeah, well... So neither of us are mayor cheat. Sometimes in a narrative-based podcast, you gotta... Some of us went down to Route 12 to get the Super Rod, and some of us <laughs> beat an entire extra gym. Oh, you beat an entire extra gym. That's the reveal? Well, I'm not... It's It's not clear who did what, but, like, I think... We both... Entire extra gym is way worse. We both played ahead a little bit, okay? <laughs> because we needed to. I did it just to catch one little sweetie. Yeah, and I did it just so I could evolve some Pokemon. Not a big deal. Did I beat an extra gym before this week? Yeah. Wow. Now that is a reveal for the penultimate episode. Route 11. Oh my god. Is that big patch of grass after Vermilion. Yeah, Route 11 is the route that is to the east of Vermilion City in Gen 1. That Snorlax blocks off on the docks, and then on the other side is Diglett's Cave, and then Vermilion City. And you go there, and there is a... Well, I guess it's your segment, and I want you to be able to introduce it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. There are trainers, and unfortunately, there are trainers. Of all the routes to keep trainers on in Kanto, you meet a trainer. And I do want to give credit where credit's due to Juggler Fritz from a couple of episodes ago. (laughs) He's the one who inspired a new segment that we are now going to introduce because thanks to our composer, Matt Schiltz, we have the theme music to give it its proper due. And this new segment is called Trainer Danger. Trainer danger. Trainer danger. And it's trainers we hate. Yeah. And we don't know when it's going to come out. Won't be every episode, but it's going to be frequently. I'll tell you this now, Josh. Yeah. It'll happen twice this episode and for shockingly similar reasons. (laughs) Depending on who it is, I had another trainer that I was thinking about (laughs) giving it to who's in this fucking situation as well. Might happen three times this episode. So... Our first one, we will now give the honors to Youngster Jason on Route 11. I'll say this. Josh and I organically found this first trainer, Youngster Jason, Yeah. separately. We both found him, and we both took note about how gross he is and how what he says is weird. Great minds think alike. <laughs> and it's also a throwback, so everyone should be familiar with this. Yeah. Youngster Jason. He is a shorts guy. Was this ep one or ep two where you were talking about shorts guys? It's one of the first two episodes. A shorts guy. I hate these shorts guys. These guys who, they got nothing to say except that they have shorts on. All they talk about is their fucking shorts. And he goes into it like in a gross, grotesque way where he's like, oh, it, you go up to, you're walking on, minding your own business. Joshua's minding You don't even his own go business. up to him. You don't even go up to him. You walk by him. And he comes up to you. Yeah. And he says, Screaming. It itches and tickles a bit when I wear shorts in the grass. Oh. Oh. That's like, 
hate it. Don't, don't. Uh, I didn't ask for this. Don't approach me and tell me how it tickles and itches a bit when I, I'm not, I, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in this. No. Here's my recommendation to you, youngster Jason. Wear pants or <laughs> yeah. don't talk about this. Yeah. If you're so annoyed or turned on. Unclear. By what is going on with this grass touching you. Yeah. Because you're wearing shorts. Why don't you just not wear shorts? And definitely don't just talk to random people about it. No. Youngster Jason. It's weird. Imagine this, Bugcatchers. Imagine you're walking down the street and someone approaches you. I was walking down the street the other day. Someone approached me and yelled at me about God. Even now? They were mad. I guess of all the times you would yell at someone about God, it's now. They were mad that I was wearing a mask. Oh, my God. Speaking of. They said something about God punishing us because I was wearing a mask. Yikes. I was just like, well, I'm not going to take the fucking mask off. Well, bud. Why is that guy not being punished? I don't know. Why is he so good? I don't know. He's the youngster Jason. He thinks he's so good because he's wearing shorts. Was he wearing shorts? No. <laughs> okay. I think he was high. I'll say that. That would have wrapped it all up pretty nicely. <laughs> weird. Uh, weird, youngster Jason. Imagine this. Someone comes up to you and says, it tickles and itches when I wear shorts in the grass. You're yeah, like, uh, thanks, sir. I I didn't really ask for this. It's fine, I guess. I guess it's a youngster. And I, if, if a youngster came up to me in real life and said that, I would be like, oh, we should find your parents. That's like a real trainer danger. <laughs> Stranger danger is what that is. But if like an adult man came up and said that, I'd be like, oh, I, I need to get out of here as quick as possible. Yeah. I cannot interact with you any longer. Yeah, this isn't gonna end well. I made my way through Route 11, Josh, and I got to this fucking Snorlax, which takes up, like, four tiles on the overworld now. Another one that wandered down from the mountains. He's blocking a three-way path between Route 11, Vermilion City, and Diglett Cave. Yeah. And I went up to him and I hit A, and it said, Snorlax is peacefully sleeping. Right. And I was like, okay. Don't wake him up. Well, I already talked to fucking Mr. Fuji. He didn't give me a polka flute, so... He got cleaned out of that flute already. What do I do here? (laughs) I think this is probably another time. I'm curious to see what you're about to say. I'll say what I did is that I recalled talking to a bunch of people in the radio tower in Lavender Town, RAP, all the Pokemon that got paved over. And one of them is like, oh, you can't listen to anything here until you get the expansion card. Yeah. And... What I did... Yeah. (laughs) Was flew to Saffron City, Mm -hmm. took the magnet train to Goldenrod City. Oh, wow. Well, okay, so what I did was Google it, obviously. I Googled it. Oh, you Googled this time. How do I get past this Snorlax? And they're like, oh, get the, the, like, extender card. Yeah. For your radio. And I was like, well, okay. So I went to the radio station in Goldenrod, went through every level and talked to every single person. Oh, my God. And no one gave me this fucking extender. So, I went to Mahogany Town. Mahogany Town? To where that other Team Rocket radio station was. I was like, they must mean this radio station. Oh my god. Talked to every single person. No one had this fucking card. (laughs) So I googled again, and they're like, oh, it's the guy at the power plant will give it to you for giving you back the machine part. And I was like, oh, perfect. So I, f- I took... What the-, the hell fucking website are you using for this information? I don't know. I just Googled it. Don't bother, man. Just use strategywiki.org. 
So then they're like, go back to the power plant and get the radio extender there. And I was like, okay. So I flew back to Goldenrod, took the train back to Canto. Yeah. Flew to like Cerulean or whatever, and then like huffed it up and over yeah. to the power plant and talked to everyone there. And no one gave me this fucking card <laughs> extender. Yeah. If this was like two hours of my life, Josh. Insane. Just trying to figure out how to get this card extender. And you you didn't think before that to go to the other radio tower in Lavender Town? Forgot it was there. <laughs> 100% forgot it was there. But that's eventually what I did. I was like, and then like I, re- I kept reading. It was like, there's a radio tower in Lavender Town too. And I went there and some guy like on the first fucking floor was just like, here you go. Yeah, it's like the president of the company or something. And he's like, oh, hey, I heard you're the guy who uh, got the power back. Thanks a lot, man. How about this expansion card? And then he gave it to me, and I didn't know how to fucking operate it. Oh, my God. I went into my Poke gear, and I like go over to the radio, and it's just a blank screen. Like, it's a radio screen, but like nothing's happening. And I just like, kept going up to the Snorlax and like opening up that menu, and it was just like, nothing happens. Wow. And I was just like, I don't know how to operate this fucking radio. And it took me... Like banging on it with a Pokeball? Josh, this is not a joke. It took me like... It took me like four hours to figure this out. (laughs) And eventually, like, I accidentally hit up and noticed that the needle on the radio moved. And I was like, oh, you tune it manually. Oh, wow. That's how a radio works. And then I tuned it to the goddamn polka flute station. And I woke up the Snorlax. If you're already struggling with this, this game's really not going to hold up for the next generation. Like, they don't even know what a radio is. It destroyed me. Yeah, you have to tune it. No one accounted for how dumb I am, so no <laughs> amount of Googling, like, helped me figure this out. I just had to, like, brute force it. Yeah. But eventually I got it done, and I fought the Snorlax, and I killed it. And now there's just, like, add another fucking notch in my Snorlax belt. <sighs> Because that's now three Snorlaxes that I've just fucking destroyed. And Tanner, my friend. like a family of like... (laughs) Of bears? Canto natives come out and like harvest the Snorlax for all its like fat and meat. Just murdered all of the like Goldilocks bears, the family of bears. (laughs) I'm sorry, my friend, because I have an announcement to make. Tell me. And I think that this was an oversight, and I'll give a little credit to a bug catcher who tweeted at us about this. Is it a bird pod? There was an oversight on the sweetie list, and once I saw this sweetie, oh, don't do this to me, Joshua. Don't do this to me, Joshua. Wild Snorlax is Joshy's sweetie. Josh, I already killed it. (laughs) Well, fortunately, in contrast, I've caught all three Snorlaxes that I've encountered. (laughs) Is there another one? Because I already killed it. No, I caught two in Gen 1, and we got the Pokemon Bank. So if you want a Snorlax, I got him. I got him. I got that sweet, sweet Snorlax. Are you sure? Because I think what It's a Bird Pod was telling us was that it's good it's good it's a good like it's some like big min-maxer like yeah snorlax like sleep talk rest snorlax i think is what it is yeah that's fine if you want to go through and do the whole thing again like i said noctowl's got a fighting type 
hidden power, so I'm not that concerned anymore, and that is what I did to the Snorlax to get it low enough health to catch it. But that Snorlax has got a sweetie face, and I linked to it in the dock if you want to give it another gander. I, I would hate to, because I did just destroy it, and it's it has been harvested. It's not as sweet in gold. They kind of botched this one, too, but in silver, it's very sweet. It's got a little, like, very satisfied look on its face, and it's, like, got its hands on its belly, and it's just truly in repose. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell was I... I just didn't think about this. And Snorlax is obviously a sweetie. He's never not been a sweetie. He was a sweetie in Pokemon Snap. He was a sweetie in the first generation. Well, why wasn't he on the fucking list then? Oversight. Why'd you make me destroy this Snorlax? Oversight. How many other oversights are we dealing with then? Not that many. Okay. There was only only been a couple. Okay, fine. There's only been, what, five? Six? Oversights? Yeah, oversights. That's not that bad. Okay, let's think about the oversights that have happened so far. Snorlax and... Umbreon. Umbreon are added to the, the list. The Pidgey, Pidgeotto, Pidgeot line. Added. Venomoth. Houndour. Houndour was already on there. Houndoom. Subtracted. Houndoom is a... a subtraction. Is a subtraction, I think. And then there's some potential around it. I don't know that we've announced that, but Houndoom is a subtraction. That's not a sweetie. It's got bones and like flames, and it's like a hellhound. There's some potential around Kingdra being uh, subtracted from the list as well. I didn't do it previously, and... You shan't do it now, because he's a key player on my team. It's in your team, and obviously, as everyone knows, I love dragons, I love Lance, and I'm not going to retract Kingdra at this point. Okay. I think that's it. So, it's it's a living document, the sweetie list. Yeah, it's like the Constitution's supposed to be. It's creators, the forefathers of this document, were flawed individuals. Yeah. But we admit our flaws. Some would call them Mayor Cheats. I don't know. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, well, the... But some might say that. One of the forefathers doesn't go ahead and beat extra gyms secretly and then reveal them an episode later. Actually, I think you did go ahead, it sounds like, because it sounds like you ended up getting the super rod. No, you can so just we wander both, up there. We both did go ahead, no, it sounds like. You can access that entire area because there's only one Snorlax in this so, one. So, Diglett Cave, we beat Snorlax. yeah. yeah. We move on to Diglett Cave. Yeah. And I would love to talk about that, Josh. After this break. After this break. (laughs) Okay, Josh. We're back. Diglett Cave. Diglett Cave. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. What a remove. Same as it ever was. (laughs) Yeah, when you come to Diglett's Cave, you may ask yourself... (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. It actually is your beautiful cave, though, is the problem. It is the same cave that always was. Same as it ever was. Yeah, you let let the days go by and let the water hold the diglets down, but... <laughs> and water did hold the diglets down for me. Oh, it did. Octillery Seth Cohen went hogwild in there. It yeah. was just a fire hose. So did Pericles and Constantine. It was once in a lifetime for all those diglets, because they're dead. We flooded this cave. We flooded it. Yeah, I walked into Diggly Cave and there was that guy in like the upper antechamber. Yeah, and he was just like, "Be careful! There's Diglets and Doug Trios down there." I was like, "Not for long, bud." Yeah, and there was that little ladder, and I just like had Pericles, my Kingdra, and Constantine, my Politoed, just fucking flood the thing. Yeah, and then we surfed across, and it was just like floating Diglet corpses. Yeah, it's like I don't have time for this. What are they level like twenty eight? <laughs> what? 
My Pokemon are literally more than double that level. Yeah. I don't care about this. They were a joke. I did catch one, but that's it. I didn't catch any because they're not sweeties. I got out. Are they? Maybe they are. I didn't even look. I think they are. The sprite in gold was cute. Both the um, the Diglett and the Dugtrio sprites were cute. The Diglett sprite has this like, it's as though he is bursting out of the ground and little like rocks are shooting up around him. Yeah. Diglett's a sweetie. I liked it a lot. Diglett is a sweetie. But it was just, whatever. It was Diglett Cave. It was whatever. Same as it ever was. We got out of there. Yeah. And the days go by. Water underground. Yep. And then you come up, and you're in Route 2. Route 2, couple of comments. I like the music here. I don't think I had the music on for this one. Oh. That's part of our thing. You gotta listen to it. Because they do remixes of all of the music from Gen 1 on the Overworld. So Route 2 has like a remix, and it's good. Cool. I didn't hear it. Buttcatchers, you're hearing a clip of it now. Yeah, and you love it. And you love it. <laughs> I'm sure you love it. So there's a guy here who who's like, no one has visited me in several years. And he gives you a nugget, which would have been pretty fucking handy when I was looking for all the cash I could scrub up, bud. Yeah, he's in that house where I think you get HM whatever for Flash in the first gen. Yeah. And now it's just some weird hermit. Right. And it would have been super handy if he was there to give me that nugget back when I was like trying to accumulate a bunch of money when I was trying to evolve all my Pokemon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Snooze, you lose. It would have been nice if I had come through this way before, you know? Mm-hmm. Like prior to last week's episode. Right. And gotten that nugget. And you... It would have been nice if I came through this... I was saying you had gotten this nugget already. We can agree that it would have been nice for me and good for me if I would have come through this way uh-huh. before this episode and gotten that nugget, right? Based on my experience, you would have had to have gone through this way in order to access... Blue's house in Pallet Town. Okay. Bad Josh's house, which is where you were getting all those groomings for your sweeties. So, But I th- we can agree that it would have been okay for me to do that. I didn't say that. We were both saying it would have been nice. It would have been nice for me to get this nugget and also beat Brock and also go down to Pallet Town and hang out with Bad Josh's sister so that she can groom my Pokemon. And we can agree that. that that's nice, right? No, I didn't say that. Okay. If we did that before this week, that's fine. And if we actually did it before last week, fine too, right? It sounds like it's what we're saying. And neither of us are married. I I don't hear anyone saying that. It's something that maybe occurred. Okay. And guess what else occurred? And I think there is perhaps a penalty. Josh went ahead and and got the super rod. So who's the mayor cheat now? I did the one thing. In the first season, you were always doing this too, but it's a new overstepping of boundaries to go beat a gym secretly you used to just go up and down and around the map and like do whatever here's the thing too i'm not even sure i needed to beat the gym i did it because it was there you didn't need to what i needed to do was get to pallet to talk to bad josh's sister and like get grooming for my pokemon yeah what i potentially didn't need to do was beat brock but i did beat him last week it's really just rubbing salt in the wound so let's talk about it route two we get this nugget last week and then we yeah do some battling some of us this week like we meet a gentleman and i want to introduce a segment right now okay 
and the segment is called Trainer Danger. Yeah. <laughs> here's the music. And, and here's the music. Bug Catcher Ed. These bug catchers, ooh. I don't know about these. Here's what he has to say. These types. If you walk in tall grass wearing shorts, do you get nicks and cuts? And then when you beat him, he says, ouch, ouch, ouch. They really sting when you take a bath. And it's like, bug catcher Ed. Are you familiar with youngster Jason? (laughs) It was weird enough that you approached me and talked about your shorts and how you were always getting cuts and nicks in them. But to paint a picture in my mind of us in a bath, tending to our nicks and cuts, which sting in the hot bath water. Yeah. It's just like, why Why are you bringing it there? Are you inviting me into your bath? Bug catcher Ed. Are you inviting me into your lovemaking? I don't want to. Don't do this, bug catcher Ed. Don't make me a part of this. No. I don't. I'm not asking for this information. <sighs> What is going on in Kanto with people and the shorts and the... Just the whole thing. Have you seen the fucking grass back in Johto, bud? They need jobs in Kanto. Have you ever been to the National Park in Johto? The grass is, like, spiky. The grass is literally greener on the other side. And spikier. (laughs) So if you're worried about the grass giving you nicks and cuts here, bud, go to Johto and try that grass out for size. Good luck, man. Good luck, idiot. Route 2 is very short. (laughs) You just fight Bud Catcher Ed. Yeah, there's like three bug catchers, and they're all wimps. And then you're in Pewter City. Sorry, bug catchers. And we're back in Pewter City. Yeah. It doesn't feel good to be back here. No. Okay. You know why it didn't feel that good? Why? Because the whole thing is decrepit. The Museum of Science is closed, right. and it's again, they got rid of the entrance. They were like, fuck this. We can't have it looted. We're just going to board it over. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. There's an old man who's wandering around, and he's, like, reminiscing about Johto. I have a question about this old man. Yeah. He gave me a silver wing. Mm Mm-hmm. Does that mean I can go back and catch Luigi? Yeah, you could catch Luigi. Ooh. At World (laughs) Islands? Yeah. Did he give you the rainbow wing? Yeah, he gave me a rainbow wing. Nice. So you can go catch Ho-Ho. Ho-Ho? Yeah. Jojo? I'm going to go catch Luigi. Mamma mia. He's going to be my new flight friend. Yeah, Adam, you're beautiful, whimsical, (laughs) fancy, one-of-a-kind birds that fly you and Mr. Squirt around. Yeah. It was so hard to get the rainbow wing, and it was so hard to figure out that puzzle and catch Ho-Ho. Oh. And this dude was just like, here's the fucking silver wing. They don't care anymore. They... This is like post-game nonsense. They're just phoning it in. This entire post-game is just phoning They're it like, in. They're like, I don't have time to figure this out. I mean, I guess it's probably because they ran out of cartridge space, but they're like, I don't know, put an old man sprite there and like, he's got dementia and he fucking... <laughs> <laughs> it should have been that other dude down in Viridian who's just like, you know, I used to be the guy who taught you how to catch Pokemon. Exactly, that would have been better because then it's a throwback and this time when you go to Viridian to go down to Pallet Town, he's just like, I used to be the top of the heap. Yeah. Number one, I used to be able to teach anybody about catching Pokemon. I don't care. And he asks, do you believe me that I know how to catch Pokemon? And whether or not you say yes or no, he's like, ah, you wouldn't get it anyway. I'm like, uh, uh, you see what I'm walking around with? I know how to catch Pokemon. <laughs> These are Pokemon you've never even seen before. And then I like 
Joshua throws up a master ball and just like juggles it a little bit, juggler Fritz style. Do you have something in a master ball? No, I haven't used it yet. I'm just showing it off. Oh, okay. Just an empty one. Like, how about you catch something with this, bud? Yeah. What are we going to catch with our master balls? I don't know if I'm even going to use it, because I already caught most of the good stuff. Mew. I'm going to catch Mew. Good luck. Pewter City Gym. It's Brock. Joke. Brock has one crony, and it's Camper Jerry. (laughs) Yeah. Camper Jerry approaches you, and he's like, (laughs) here's what he says. He says, rock-type Pokemon have high defense. Battles could end up taking a long time. Are you prepared? (laughs) And he has one Pokemon, and I killed it in one hit. Yeah. And then Brock has, like, four Pokemon, and I killed them all in one hit. After I beat Brock, I wanted to go back to Camper Jerry and be like, bud, you sure? You sure about what you like your little like battle speech? Because I destroyed your entire gym in five hits. Joshua, after crushing him into the ground, was like, hey, what's the deal with your team sucking, Jerry? <laughs> Can't for Jerry Seinfeld. What's the deal with your team sucking? What's the deal with you not knowing how to do fucking anything with your bullshit type? Can we talk about my second you make me barf Pokemon of the week? Uh, yeah. I knew it was going to be, and in fact, I took a photo of it when it was happening, because I thought this is who it would be. It was Brock's Omastar. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. It is gross. It's gross, and it's gross, and I hate it, and it's gross. Yeah. It's got a disgusting little beak. It's got buggy little beady gross eyes. It's got tentacles. It's got tentacles in the front that are like little hands, but then there's also little tentacles behind it too. Yeah. And it's like, how many fucking tentacles does this thing have? Who knows where those tentacles are going or what they're doing. Well, and okay. And you've literally, you've literally asked me to do this, Josh. No, it's, it's and it's our segment. And we don't have time for it. We don't have time for it. It's our segment for affinity check. So I'm going to furaffinity.net and I'm typing in Omastar and here we go. I mean, this is going to be bad. Okay, Josh? This is going to be bad. Are you there? Are you looking? Yeah. Third column, second from the left. Well, it just sent me directly to a specific image, which is an Omastar as a very toned man in a Speedo. Well, he's not wearing a Speedo in mine. I'm digging on this one, Joshua. It is a very buff Omastar, sort of nude, looking out over the sunset. And he's looking good. Oh, wow. You seeing that? No, wait a second. I saw the preview, but now when I click on it to go to the page, it says, System message. The owner of this page has elected to make it available to registered users only. (laughs) They're like, you've gotten enough... Free tastes, boys. Did you make a Fur Affinity account in order to look at this content? Time to pay the piper. (laughs) I will not be paying the piper in order to look at a wistful Omastar man. This is a hit segment on our... Joshua, this is a hit segment on our hit Pokemon podcast, and you better fucking believe you're going to be signing up for a Fur Affinity account. No. You have to. This is a segment on our podcast, Josh. It will hurt our bottom line. 
I'm not commissioning a theme song for a fur affinity evaluation. Well, you're going to have to because it's a hit segment on our hit podcast and it affects our bottom line. Oh, man. I mean, the pecs on this thing are <laughs> bursting. <laughs> I hate Way it. I hate out. Speaking of bazongas. <laughs> I hate Omastar and I hated this fucking battle and I beat Camper Jerry and Brock in one hit on every single one of their Pokemon. It's not even worth like recounting what he fucking had. I mean, it's the Onyx. It's the bullshit. It doesn't matter. Did you go to Mount Moon? Well, of course I went to Mount Moon. It also kind of seemed like you maybe could have gotten by without doing Mount Moon at all. Yeah, you definitely do not have to go to Mount Moon. Mount Moon is like a fifth of the length. If that, yeah. It's a joke. Mount Moon is one thing. You walk in and your rival ambushes you. Yeah. In my case, Bad Josh. And in my case, Greg. And his Pokemon are still fucking jokes. What did he have? He's still got that disgusting Sneasel. Sweetie, but yeah. The other thing is like, my entire team has changed since the last time I battled Bad Josh. And like, Typhlosion is still his closer. Right. But it's like, I'm not working with Meganium anymore, bud. I've got two fucking like, hyper OP water type Pokemon on my team. Right. Politoed and Kingdra. So it's like, you're sunk, bud. You're sunk. Get out of my face. I mean, it's a joke. Obviously, we're overleveled. Yeah. His highest level Pokemon is the starter, and it's level 45. And then he has a Golbat, a Magneton, a Gengar, and Alakazam. I destroyed him, and I'm moving on, because he's a joke. So... You go to the top of Mountain Mood, there's like a shop up there where you can buy like Poke Dolls and like lemonades and like a little field where it's like, I'm certain this is like a thing and I'm just like here on the wrong day or like missed some like event that happened in 1998 when this game first came out or something, you know, like yeah, something goes on here and I don't know what it is and I don't care because I'm moving on. You missed it. I guess I happen to be playing this on a Monday night. There is something that happens there, but it's only on Monday night. Oh. <laughs> and it's like Monday for Moonstone somehow. So there's a little dance. You go to this square with the flowers that you're talking about, and Clefairies come out, and they bounce around oh. very sweetly, the little overworld sprites, and it plays this funky, like, alien-sounding music. And then a a rock that's supposed to be like a meteor appears, and it is the type of rock that you can rock smash. And then the Clefairies notice you, and then they scuttle away. And you get a what, a Moonstone? Yeah, I didn't have a Pokemon with me that has rock smash, so I couldn't even get it. I just admired, <laughs> Joshua admired the dance, and then he got out of there. Well, I didn't get any of that. The shop was open there, just like, buy some lemonade. And I was like, no thanks. I'm on my way to Route 4. Yeah, you come out on the other side, which is just the route that connects Cerulean City to Mount Moon. Mm -hmm. And it's, again, slimmed down. Only note I had is fucking um, Bird Keeper Hank, like an amateur, has a level 12 Pidgey. I just want to call that out. What is this? What, what? Is this amateur hour? He's like stuck in like Gen 1 Route 4. Level 12. Who are you, man? That shit would have flown in Gen 1, but look at what I'm dealing with here. Look at this fucking team. Yeah. I'm shooting that thing with an Octazooka now. Do you want to talk about anything else on Route 4 before we talk about our teams? No. Okay. Josh, I'm willing to admit now, before this week, I did play ahead, and I did beat Brock, and I did go through Mount Moon, and I did go down to Palatown so that I could get grooming appointments with 
Gary's sister. Oh, you're going to come clean. And does that make me mayor cheat? I don't know. I'm not willing to throw that kind of like accusation around lightly. Some would say. Some might say. Some would say. But it did help me. Having access to her did help me level some Pokemon in advance of this week. And do we very quickly, before we talk about the end of this route, want to do our level check? Because you do have to go watch your little TV show. Yeah, and we have to talk about Cinnabar Island, too. Let's do our level check first. Who are you working with? We got Marissa. Gengar, 59. Pathetic. Sandy Cohen. God, back to your old bullshit. Noctowl, 57. Pathetic. Julie Cooper, Victory Bell, 59. Pathetic. Ryan Atwood, Scyther, 57. Pathetic. Seth Cohen, Octillery, 58. Pathetic. Summer, Lapras, 58. Pathetic. Also what I would say, if you're for some reason listening to this for the first time, my character Joshua's favorite show is The O.C., the early 2000s hit teen drama, and he names all of his Pokemon after characters from that show. My character is called Fjellstan. He's Joshua Fjellstad's biggest fan, and he names all of his characters after Civ Six characters. My favorite video game. Josh Fjellstad's favorite video game. Montezuma. Espeon. Oh, so that's your announcement. You got the Espeon. So you got to play during the day. Congrats. Yes. yes. And that's one of the perks of quarantine. Espeon. <laughs> level 52. Some work to be done there. Pathetic, huh? Yeah. Kind of a joke. Pathetic. Secure Har Umbreon. Level 60. Uh-oh. Yamahama. Poundmaker, Arcanine, level 60. Constati, Politoed, level 60. Ouch. Pericles, Kingdra, level 60. Oh, Eleanor of Aquitaine, Blissey, level 60. Joshua, Serenity get now. on my fucking level. Serenity now. Serenity now. Get on my level. It's never been a problem in the past. Mm-mm. I will crush you. Like the spinner rack you are. And Professor Magma built me this team to crush you, so you will be crushed. Joshua... In the season finale, we will be level 60, and we will fight each other. In the season finale, we will all be level 60, and we will fight each other using, the, and thank you for this recommendation, everyone, Pokemon Showdown, where you can like input your Pokemon with its specific stats, and we will battle over the internet because we are still stuck indoors, thanks to COVID-19. Joshua, one last thing to take care of this week, and it's Cinnabar Island. Yeah. What the hell happened here, man? <laughs> yeah, you go south from uh from Palatown and as we discovered in Fuchsia City, the volcano erupted and it's a disaster. It's just like a hunk of rock. You go and there because you think you're looking for Blaine and there's a Pokemon Center somehow. That's it. There's two things on this island. It's a Pokemon Center and old bad Josh from last game. Greg, Gary, you all know him. Blue. He calls himself, but I know who he is. He's Bad Josh. Yeah. And you go up to Bad Josh and you're like, hey, bud, you want to fight? And he gives you, honestly, like a 20-minute speech where he's just like, "God, fighting, huh? huh? Like, I'm over that. Yeah. Have you seen what happened to this island? The devastation? And people <laughs> just, they look at this and they don't care, man. They just care about, like, fighting Pokemon. Yeah. And he's also like, but also... Now that you're here, I'm going to fight you. And you can find me at the Viridian Gym. And then he just spins the fuck out of there. Like, okay, so you're just a chump also. Well, see you you next week. (laughs) Yeah, see you next week, man. And then you go and try to find the gym, and it's just not here. 
No. And it turns out you have to surf to like where sea foam islands would have been. Which are also collapsed now. Yeah. So this region, it's a mess. And I'm, I think maybe this volcano is to blame for the entire collapse of Kanto. Yeah. Um, so you, you, you surf over to where Seafoam Islands would have been. You find like this little hole in the wall cave. There's no additional trainers. It's just fucking Blaine in the tiny cave. And you almost feel bad for the dude because he's just like, here I am. Please fight me. And I, he's like, I don't have a poke gym anymore, but like, I'm in this little cave. He's hanging out all alone in a cave, sunglasses on still, bald as hell. Still got a cool lab coat. Looks cool. He's got a a couple of disgusting little Pokemon. Yeah. And I thoroughly thrash them. He has the mag cargo. Gross. His precious Rapidash. Fine. Handsome. Beautiful. And a Magmar. Gross. Gross, gross, gross. All of it, though, is just like, it's a wash, man. It's nothing. Yeah, I just, I obliterated him. Yeah, I just had artillery out, and the artillery was out. I think... Surf, surf, surf. I was trying to get Constantine up to 60 at that point, and I did get him up to 60 with this fight. That's it. And that's this week's experience share. And next week, we're going to make our way back up to Viridian, and we're going to fight Bad Josh. And Greg. Physically fight him. We're going to have a fist fight with him. Yeah. Punch him in the face. I think it's come to that. I think it's come to that. And then there's the end game. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Until then, I have been Slug Manor, a.k.a. Tanner Greenring. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Magkar Ghosh, a.k.a. Josh Fjellstead. This has been Experience Share Pokemon Podcast. Please like and rate and review the podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts, be it Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or Pocket Casts, Overcast, Overcast. et cetera, et cetera. And also give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Any of the ones you can give us five stars, do that. Yeah, give us six stars. I don't care. As many as you can. As many as possible. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at pod. Yep. And Twitch. We'll do that. We'll, we'll do, do it Twitch. again. We'll probably actually, I was thinking, Josh, we could probably um, stream our battle. If we figured that out. Yeah. We'll, we'll do, do that. that. Okay. That is all. Join us next week for the finale. And I'll smell you later, Tanner. Smell you later. <laughs>